If you've been around real estate longer than five minutes, I'm sure you've heard the word comps. Well, what are real estate comps and what does it mean to comp a property? In this video, I'm gonna explain it to you in a way you've never heard it explained before and give you the most comprehensive breakdown on how to comp a property like a pro all on your own, coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping houses so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. First of all, let's cover some common real estate jargon. Analyzing a deal means we're gonna crunch the numbers and determine if it's a good deal and what price to buy it for to make it a good deal. Since this channel is all about wholesaling and flipping, we follow a specific buy formula when analyzing a deal. The buy formula factors in all of the numbers, including the desired profit on the deal, and it lets us know what the maximum allowable offer or MAO is. The MAO is the most we can pay for the deal to fit the formula as a good deal. Now I have an entire video dedicated to the wholesaling and flipping buy formula. I'll put a link to that video in the description box below for you to watch later. Whenever talking about a specific deal that's being analyzed, it's referred to as the subject property. Now as a real estate investor, one of the most important skills you must learn is how to determine the value of a property or what it's worth. And the way to determine the value of a property is to look at the comparable home sales or what are often called for short, comps. Basically, we look at historical data to determine the value. Now I'll show you exactly how to do this later in this video, so keep watching. The process of looking at comparables or comps to determine the value of a subject property is often referred to as comping the property. When comping a subject property, there are two different values that we can look for. The first is the current as-is value or what it's worth as it sits. That's the price it would sell for today on the open market. The second value we could be comping is what is called the after repair value or ARV. This is the potential value of the home assuming certain repairs were made. This is the price a retail buyer would pay for a renovated home. For wholesalers and flippers, ARV is what we focus on and it's critical to know because our entire business revolves around buying distressed properties at a discount that have untapped equity or potential value and we can't figure out what we need to buy it for unless we know what its potential value is. Now I'm gonna repeat what I said a minute ago. As a real estate investor and especially as a wholesaler and a flipper, you must become proficient at comping properties to determine the ARV. Now I'm gonna be a little bold and a little in your face right now, so if you're offended, give me a thumbs down on this video. If you appreciate me telling you how it is and pushing you a little bit, give me a thumbs up and leave a comment and say, Jerry, thank you for helping me be a better, smarter investor. Okay, here it is. Stop relying on real estate agents to comp properties for you. When an agent comps a property, they give you what's called a comparative market analysis or CMA. It's a report based on the agent's opinion of value. Getting an agent to comp a property for you is just being lazy, and I personally would never trust the fate of my deal to a real estate agent. No one cares about the success of your deal as much as you do. 
Now, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to who have gotten themselves into a bad deal that won't sell for what they hoped it would, and when I asked them why they thought it would sell for that high, they told me my agent said it would sell for that price all day long. Well, guess what? Your agent got paid a commission and is long gone. Now, I'm not trashing on agents. I'm a licensed broker for crying out loud. What I am saying is you are not a homeowner relying on an agent to help you determine the value. You are an investor and as such, you need to learn the skills to succeed in this business and copying is one of those skills. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's dig into the specifics about how to comp a property. When it comes to comps, there are three different types of comps. The first is active comps. These are homes currently for sale. This is not conclusive data we can use to determine value because what a seller is asking for is not necessarily what a buyer will pay for. However, active comps do provide some valuable information for us. The first thing I look for when looking at active comps is the inventory or total number of homes on the market. If there are a lot of homes for sale on the market, then prices might be dropping. And if there's really low inventory, the opposite might happen and prices go up. The biggest thing to look for is days on market. This lets me know how fast or slow the market is moving in the area where my subject property is located. Now for a detailed explanation of how to compare a buyer's market from a seller's market, I'll put a link to that video in the description below for you. The second reason why it's good to look at actives is to check out the competition. If I'm gonna fix and flip the subject property or wholesale it to a fix and flipper, what does the competition look like? This lets me know what kind of quality rehab is needed so I can budget accordingly. Now the second type of comp to look at are what are called pending comps. These are homes under contract to sell, but haven't closed yet. Now these are actually extremely valuable because assuming they close in the next few weeks, they will become the newest sold comps. There's no way of knowing what the actual contract price is for until it sells and closes. All we know is what it was listed for and that it is now pending. However, looking at days on market gives a really good idea. So for example, if a subject property came out for sale for $99,900 and after three days went pending, there's a good chance the property went under contract for at or near asking price. Whereas if the property has been on the market for $279,000 for like nine months and it's finally pending, who knows what the actual contract price is for? Okay, now the third type of comps are sold comps. These are the comps that we're gonna put the majority of our focus on because once a property sells, it's now hard conclusive data. That is the price the market actually paid. And because there are always outliers where someone overpays or underpays, we're gonna get five to 10 sold comps to establish a trend. Usually we take the average, but I'll cover that more in a minute, so keep watching. When it comes to comping, the most important thing we're looking for is what I refer to as relevancy. There are often dozens and even hundreds of comps that could be considered, but we wanna use the most relevant comps. One of the most common mistakes investors make when comping a property is to use comps that are not the most relevant. My goal is to find the top five or six most relevant comps to establish a trend. That means if there are 20 possible comps, which five or six are the most relevant to the subject property? There are three factors when determining the relevancy of a comp, and for illustration purposes, let's use a rating scale of zero being the most relevant and 10 being the least relevant. So a lower score is better than a higher score. The first factor when considering the relevancy of a comp is the age of the comp. Not the age of the house, but how long ago did the comp sell? 
Now the general rule is to not look at comps older than one year. So if I had two identical comps, assuming all things being equal, if one comp was 365 days old, it would get a relevancy score of a 10. And if I had another comp that sold yesterday, it would have a relevancy score of zero. Why? The older comp is less relevant and the newer comp is more relevant. Now, I'm not saying that a comp 365 days old is necessarily a bad comp, but remember our objective is to find the most relevant comps. The second factor when considering the relevancy of a comp is the distance from the subject property. The general rule is to not look at comps further than one mile away, but I think this can get you into a lot of trouble. My goal is to stay in the neighborhood if possible. Remember, the closer to the subject property, the more relevant, and the further away from the subject property, the less relevant. So a comp one mile away would score a 10, and a comp next door would score a zero. The third factor when considering the relevancy of a comp is the similarities to the subject property. Now this is actually the most difficult because it's subjective because in most cases no two properties are exactly the same. So let me cover now the most important features to look for, but keep in mind, every market is different so the value of features is going to vary based on your market. It's up to you to learn and understand how much the features play a role in determining value in your market. Okay, first is the type of property. If the subject property is a single family, you can't use a condo or a townhouse as a comp. Likewise, if the subject property is a mobile home, you can't use a single family home as a comp. Always compare like to like. Next is style of the home. A ranch doesn't compare to a two-story, and usually brick homes are more desirable than vinyl siding homes. Even consider elevations, or what I refer to as curb appeal. If the subject property is a box with one roof line, don't compare it to a home with a wraparound porch and multiple roof elevations. A buyer knows the difference and so should you. Next is square feet. I typically will use a range of 500 square feet. So if the subject property is 1,250 square feet, I'll use a filter to only look at comps that are a minimum of 1,000 square feet and a maximum of 1,500 square feet. So I'm not looking at comps that are too big or too small. Now for bigger homes, I may increase the range to 1,000 square feet. So for example, the subject property is 3,000 square feet, my range will be 2,500 to 3,500. Next is beds and baths. If the subject property is a two bedroom, you can't use four bedroom comps. I only wanna compare a two bedroom to other two bedroom comps. The exception might be bigger homes with four and five bedrooms. For example, if the subject property is a four bedroom, I might still look at five bedroom comps. Just remember the rule, use the most relevant comps. Okay, now let's cover some features that are often overlooked but still just as relevant. First is year built. If the subject property was built in 1940, you can compare it to comps that were built in 2005. And if the subject property was built in 2005, you can compare it to comps that were built in 2019. Try to look at comps of similar age built. Next is the lot size. Obviously a quarter acre lot isn't the same as a one acre lot, and a one acre lot isn't the same as a five acre lot. Look for comps of similar size lots. Okay, now next is the foundation. Depending on your market, you could have a basement, a crawl, or a slab. Make sure you know the value of each and you compare the subject property accordingly. Next is parking or garages. This is a big one. Does the subject property have a two car attached, a two car detached, a one car attached or a one car detached, 
or a carport or on-street parking? And how much value does your market give if it has it or doesn't have it? All right, next is location. If the subject property is on a busy street, you better not use comps at the end of a quiet cul-de-sac on a quiet street. Speaking of location, some markets put a ton of value on the premier location feature, such as a mountain, lake, or city views, or things like waterfront, or located on a golf course. And don't forget about school districts, or proximity to downtown, or shopping, or freeways for commuting to work. Now, a few honorable mentions or other things to consider are pool or no pool, AC, ceiling height, etc. Now, I know there is a lot to learn as far as looking at similarities when comping, but honestly, the more you learn your market, the easier it gets until it's just second nature and you know what to look for. So once you've identified the top five or six relevant comps, take the average price per square foot of those comps and then multiply that by the subject property square footage to get your ARV. For example, if the average price per square foot of my top six most relevant comps is $125 per foot and the subject property is 1,800 square feet, then 1,800 square feet times $125 a foot is $225,000. That is the ARV. Now I have a video where I show how to do this in greater detail. I'll put a link in the description below for you. And pro tip here, spend the time to learn your market inside and out. Do the following exercise. Print out a list of all of the sold homes that have sold in the past 30 days in a specific area that you farm for deals and drive by every single property. Pay attention to the area and the neighborhood, pull up to the house and look at what it's sold for and then ask yourself, why did it sell for this price? This is the fastest way for you to learn your market. You'll learn where the better areas are and the not so good areas. And this will make comping properties 10 times easier and faster because you'll know your market. Don't do this business unless you're willing to invest the time to do it right. And to help you stay organized when comping and analyzing properties, consider my wholesaling and house flipping deal management system, Flipster. It has all of the tools to help you do your first deal or level up and do more or bigger deals. To check it out and see it in action, just go to getflipster.com. Now we are out of time, but I want you to watch this next video where I actually show you how to comp a property all on your own using Redfin or Zillow. It's taking all of this info in this video and really applying it and putting it into action. And if you learned something on this video, hit that like button right now and leave a comment and let me know your biggest takeaway and I'll see you on the next video.